Now, Dable, after working uh, a fair few years in a big four bank, I want to get to a point where I've got a, a property in Melbourne and a property in Sydney. Now, if I'm in Sydney, Dable, and I'm doing some uh, landscaping, you know who I'm going to? Who are you going to? Dingo Landscapes and Designs. Pat Clark is the main man there. And this is a gentleman who operates, you know, predominantly around the northern eastern suburbs of Probably where I'd be, I would have thought, Dable. For sure. You jump on the his Instagram, at Dingo Landscapes, and you have a look at some of the stuff he's doing. He's got the outdoor areas. He's got the nice pavers out there as well. It, it's sensational. And you hit Pat Clark up on 0408. 485397. Now, he's going to come around and give you a free quote and an on-site consultation. Um, and so tell your friends, but also he's hiring. First, second, third year apprentices, Deeble, give Pat a call. There could be some work for you. Definitely. Just his number again there, 0408 485 397. Hit up Pat and he can sort you out. I'm Chad Warner and you're listening to True Bloods, the number one Sydney Swans independent podcast. Jeez, this is the most one-eyed podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's what we're here to do. Let's go. Right. Let's actually go. For mine, boys. For yours, then. I'm about to blow a gasket in here. You've kicked three goals for the day, table. What is going on? Damaging team. Damaging disposal. He's been very, very average. Our best is the best in the competition. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Back in the studio to review the disappointing loss against the Power, the upcoming clash against the Tigers, and everything else. Sydney Swans joined as always by co-host Madison Clark. How are you, mate? That's two losses in a row, three losses in our last five. It's not bloody ideal, is it? Really cooked me that one. <laughs> And now it's it, it bloody hurt you, didn't it, it? It cooked me. Yeah, it cooked me. I think it's the roller coaster of emotions that I went through, and I'm sure most of the faithful went through because I was celebrating, man. I was yeah, celebrating. I went. Berserk. I thought he flushed it. Yeah, I, I thought berserk. he flushed it, and I, I'm thinking, God, we've this a get out of jail free card. It was. It was just looking shaky. The, most of the final quarter, wasn't it? And we just needed to tighten it up, and they kept coming. They kept hanging around. They kept hanging around. And, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I think I've processed it over the time by looking at, you know, why did we lose this game, Deeble? And I think you were very good at spelling this out to the faithful when it occurred on the, on the Sunday morning. Because it's like, it, it frustrates you when you don't know why you lost. You're like, yeah. how did I lose this game? But there's really, really clear reasons why we lost that game. Firstly, we were two key defenders down, you know, by halftime. The structures, bro. It that cooks you. Complete, that cooks you. Mate, the, our literal best two key backs. Yep. Like, taking the two big grillers. But also, as we always say, bad kicking is bad football. That is where it begins and ends. And it's funny because we've had a, an interesting couple of weeks, Debs, where we've seen a number of different scenes. We, 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 we've seen how you can win on a multitude of levels, you know, really putting your foot down and, and being efficient moving forward and being unpredictable going forward. And we've seen there's different ways you can lose, you know? And this was a prime example of not taking your opportunities, and that's what happens. Yeah, it was very evident from the start. We started like a house on fire. We dominated that first yep. quarter. Really good footy. 
and we just weren't taking the chances. Simple as that. We've kicked the first four. We're up and about, but should have been kicking the first six in that first quarter. Hey, again, you know, seven seven goal. Uh, you're up by seven goals at halftime. It's game over. Game Daniel. over, man. And we just couldn't get in front by that sort of even four five goal margin. Yeah. Um, like the, sort of that first quarter we were, but. Just when you get out to and you really put the pressure on the scoreboard, as we said, uh, we love a little bit of scoreboard. We love impact. scoreboard impact, and it just wasn't quite there. The pressure wasn't there, um, scoreboard wise, and Port Adelaide was still about a way. Uh, they were allowed to go about it the way yep. that they normally do. They didn't have to take ex- extreme risks, and they really converted on their opportunities, which we didn't do. We we simply dominated the inside 50 count. I haven't seen an inside 50 count like that from us in a long time. But 67 to 45, Dable. Territory gained. We were killing it and getting it in there and giving everyone a look at it, but that sort of showed our key flaws too, not being efficient enough going inside 50. Too much bombing on the head of our forwards. Man. Lower the eyes, Man. Man. It's even just a patience thing. Like, we saw it last year, man. We would just play with it around the arc. Kick around, kick around, wait for something to open up. And then, you know, you get some, you hit the 15-meter 45 and you, you have a ping at goals. And if, you watch. If you're having pings from 40 to 50 meters, so be it, right? I don't, I don't mind if we're not necessarily taking those, you know, we, we want to be taking all the opportunities, of course. But if we're getting set shots at goals, that's a, that's a positive thing. There's just, there's a bit of, not enough patience going on. Table, you watch. That'll be different this week. Yeah. That'll be different. I hope so. It's, uh, it is hard to avoid or to ignore Lance Franklin when he's screaming for it. Yeah. It's it's really, it's no one's fault but the coaches. It's it's not working. The way we are entering Ford 50 is not working. There are incredibly capable people down there that are not getting the ball kicked to them enough. Simple as that, Debel. Yeah, coaching. It is coaching, man, because why are you bombing it into Buddy? Why are you bombing it? He's never been able to take a contested mark. Yeah. He's oh. gotten better in recent years. That's fine. But the fact of the matter is, is it's it's been a waste of an inside 50 every time that we've kicked it to him in the goal square on his head. Yeah. So it's never been to his advantage. And that comes down to coaching because they should they should notice that identify it and say, hey, guys, I've got news for you. We've kicked 10 behinds. Why don't we hit up Will Haywood? Why don't we hit up Logan McDonald? Yeah. Instead of just the, the, the amount of rebound 50s. Yeah, and lacking forward um, pressure. pressure. Oh, yeah. Really evident for the first time in a long time. Uh, it's it, It's been what we've built our game on is his forward pressure game, and it, it's creeped out of it the last month. Although yep. not even so, maybe the last two, three weeks. Uh, sort of signs of it in that Hawthorne game, I felt. And, yeah, it's been very evident, you know, the last, you know, two weeks, two losses, and, and not being able to lock it inside that 50 and create opportunities from nothing and just keep pressure on the back line when – you know, we've got the ball inside 50. It's It hasn't been good enough of late. Isn't footy funny, though? Like, it's a situation where Ollie's kick is, you know, 
half a meter higher, meter higher. It, it kind of paper it papers over the cracks a little bit. Yeah, and we're we're talking about it like a famous victory, <laughs> and we're probably not. It doesn't come to the forefront as much. The mental and structural issues that we've got at the moment. Yeah, I, I think it would have reared its head this week. I think we would have known. Like, yes, you, I don't think we'd be crapping on about Buddy like we are and no. how everyone has this week uh, if we had won. But there, there's a clear thing, like, the, the inside, the entry's inside 50. It's evident to Appalling. everyone. It's, it's get, getting spoken about in the mainstream too. Uh, everyone knows where we're... we're breaking down, going inside 50. But we've got some of the best ball users to hit up these forwards, Mads. Totally. Just listening, as I do on the way in here every Tuesday night, they've got the bloke on there from Champion Data. And, you know, Mills is the fourth best kick in the comp, I think, going at plus 12% of mm. the of the AFL average. And then we know how good, you know, Errol Goulden can be. We know how good Nick Blakey can be by foot. And I thought he was excellent on the weekend. Nick Blakey was excellent. Very good. Um, and, you know... We've got these dangerous ball users. You know, we, even that last play man with Rampy Tahini. Like, yep, and then to, to move the ball like that, Three bro, kicks. Three kicks amazing. that's in the forward line. And that's just what we're capable of. And we're just not quite doing it consistent enough. And our game is lacking consistency. Yep. We're bloody good when we can, when we want to be, but it's just not quite there I, at the I moment. I really don't want to turn, want it to turn into a situation where our best is the best in the competition but there's a chasm between that and our worst yeah i really i really don't want that to be the case it's just little things man like opportunities are critical yeah i mean we we have been in the past one of the most efficient teams going forward that that kick i'm not gonna just hang it on buddy all night right i love buddy man i love buddy but that kick on three quarter time yeah. Like you simply must kick that goal, yeah, mate, table. It's two weeks in a row where it's been fucking huge for us. Yeah. So big. Just the, the impact the extra goal makes on a team. You know, they've kicked six goals for the night and they've got to kick five to win. You know what I mean? It's it's such a big difference. Yeah. Uh, it's frustrating. And he, he was paid the big bucks for a long bloody time and he still is the rock star Buddy Franklin, but... He just hasn't, the last month of footy, he has not executed. Simple as that. Simple as that. And I think it's absolutely reasonable and valid to say, hey, something is not right here. And it's not working. And we can't just piss around like this. We're we're two and two now. We're okay. Things are okay. Okay. From From a pure ladder position perspective, things are okay. Would we like to be thrown one? Of course we would. But it's not all doom and gloom. But it will be if we don't fix this right now. Yeah. If we keep seeing the same problems occurring... Like that, we can identify these problems. Everyone can. It's Definition that, of insanity, Deble. Yeah, keep making the same mistakes, doing the same thing yeah. over and over again, and expecting different results. Exactly right. And you, you just want to see a clear change. And I don't care if that means holding on to the ball and getting booed by the crowd, and you get the kick it long guys yeah. coming. It's like that's fine. We can hold on to the ball. Just be patient. Get the get the ball in your good ball user's hands. Look at it. Look and at and Chad, I think it'll man. take care it's care of itself. Look at Chad, look at Millsy, look at Errol, you know, ball users. Yeah, bro. How good was Chad? Chad was awesome. 
How good was Ollie? <laughs> Sen fucking sensational. Well, they, like that last kick doesn't even need to be talked about. It, it, it doesn't it, matter. It, he was so good, man. Run and dash and getting himself in dangerous positions and like his uh, player rating was through the roof. Yeah. Like so effective and, on the and, weekend. And you throw Blakey in there as well. Yeah, bro. Just uh, there were again patches that we looked absolutely scintillating. Fuck, we look good when we're moving yeah. it. Yeah, and and that's what that's what gives me hope. Because I'm like, hold on, it's all it's all okay. There's again the fundamentals and the blueprint is there, deeps. Yeah. It actually is. Yeah, we've got the we've got the cattle to be able to, to go to that next level. And it's just we just got to tinker around with a few. Yeah, things, and this man. is what you have got to remember when you do have the delayed preseason start after uh, going a month longer than every other side. You can start a little bit slow, mate. Plus Oktoberfest. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, yeah, it's definitely not worry stations. And I think that's where my whack of the week. Oh, your whack whack of the week. My whack of the week, sponsored by Mavericks Window and Gutter Cleaning, Jakey uh, Colin McGuire, head over onto his socials. Give him a follow on the Facebook. Um, Yeah, pump up his following. He does a great job. It doesn't matter whether it's your window cleaning, your gutter cleaning, your high-pressure washing. Jakey does it all. So (laughs) hit up Jakey. Mavericks window and gutter cleaning hit him up but my whack of the week goes to swan supporters for being so bloody reactionary i don't even know if that's a word it is a word devil but they just they don't know how to process things right it's it's so reactionary it's like buddy has a bad game get buddy out he's the worst thing he's done he's finished he should retire and then and it's like the same with like Paddy McCartan's hitman. People are like, never let him play again. Yeah. <laughs> like It's so yeah. bad to see, which it is. It's shocking, but you just got to take some time to process it and let things take their yeah, course. Correct. There is nothing worse than making a, a decision being reactionary yep. because you make a lot of mistakes. Well, you, you, I would argue you only make mistakes. You only make mistakes. So that that's where the whack of the week goes this week. I love it, I love Out it. to Swanee supporters. Just be a little bit more level-headed, please. Yep. And take a chill pill. And Decisions guess- don't need to be made right now. It's round four. We're working it out. Little bit of patience, please. Yes, it's true. And this is the thing. And this is why when I say it took me a little while to process, it's because you don't want to be reactionary like no. that. You want to actually think about things with a level head, a calm and level head, you know, footy's an emotional game. And I get that. And that's why I understand yeah. I understand the reactionary and shoot from the hip um, sort of mentality, I guess, from, from Sydney Swans support. It's even, you see on our posts, like after the game, people are like, oh, I'm sick of this shit. I'm not fucking buying a membership next year. Yeah. I'm over it. It's like, that's a bit mate, much. fucking check your oil. Check your oil. <laughs> sick of it, Mads. And that is... Uh, Deebles, whack of the week. Whack of the week. Sponsored by Mavericks Window and Gutter Cleaning. Get on the (laughs) socials. Get on. Give him a follow, like, subscribe. Subscribe. He's on your Instagrams. He's on your Facebooks. Um, But, Deeble, you're you're right. You're spot on. And, but, I mean, this is what you have to remember, right? Footy's an emotional game, as I said. You should should have seen me after the game. 100%. (laughs) But, I mean, I think with the buddy thing is that it's not just reacting off what we saw on Saturday night. It's reacting off what we've seen the last sort of four games. I know he I know he kicked a few goals against Melbourne. It's just it's clear there's something not right. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying 
retire, drop him, but we need it. Something needs to be done. It, it's funny how a oh a sore knee. Yeah, but he's got funny a sore. That. But he's got a sore knee this week. He won't be playing, and I think we might see that a couple of times this he year. Has been, uh, he has been dropped. Yeah, um, yeah I think so. <laughs> I think so. Now let's talk about Paddy and Tom. Yeah, because that that again. If you want to, if you're wondering where did we lose this game, well, this is a big part of it yeah. because we lost two of some of the best defenders in the competition for mine, Dable. For yours, Mads, and big shout out to Paddy's parents and family and loved ones, um, and, and the whole family with Tom as well. It's you know to see two of your sons go off with concussion. Yeah, with with all the uh, magnification and, on on CTE at the moment, it yeah, would be pretty concerning. And all that, and obviously Paddy's history. It's a it was devastating to see that, and you know we we've, we've seen it a few times um, throughout. You know he's probably eighteen months with the clubs. Yeah. Where you know he sort of he gets a, a heavy hit and he he stays down and he just gives himself that extra second. He's like, "Nah, I'm all right," and gets back up and keeps playing. But wasn't quite the case on the weekend. No, uh, and it looks so in- innocuous, and I guess that's what makes it really scary, yeah, right? Exactly because right. We, we know. Remember, there was that vision of him in the rooms where he was sort of he was very upset. I think he has a tendency to go. You know, this was the hit against well, Hawthorne yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah. Yeah. I think he has a tendency to go, shit, not again. This is it. I've, I've cooked it now. My career's over. You know, he would catastrophize, yeah. which is totally, Under- totally understandable. Oh, 100%. So I completely appreciate where he's coming from. And that is, I mean, again, that's where I hope we're at a point of now where it's like, okay, you panic. Because if you remember, he got subbed off. They didn't even do a concussion test. No. Now, they obviously know he's concussed because of his history. But it was very innocuous, and I'm hoping it was just precautionary, and I'm hoping cool heads can prevail if, if Paddy feels okay to play and the doctors give him the all clear to play, he should be, we, we do not need to overreact to this. We do not need to overreact. Yeah. And, you know, the calls will keep coming from the outside. But at the end of the day, this is a decision for Paddy and Paddy only. And, look, he might be pointed in the right direction by medical professionals. And that's about if it, if it was me putting myself in his shoes, that's probably who I'd be listening to is people with experience well, that's, that's, on, the, on these things. That's literally all you should be that's listening to. That's all you to. listen to. And, you know... Hope it, yeah. The club is always going to do the right thing by him, and there's going to be no pressure on Paddy whatsoever. But um, yeah, we just send our uh, our love and our thought thoughts out to you know the whole McCartan family. Bit of an average average weekend for them, and we bloody love him, Debs. We do. We love. He's made Paddy such an Tom. made such an impact, and you know Tommy Tommy playing from such a young age too, but being one of the youngest draft draftees in his year, and then you know making his way into the side and. Playing a, a, a huge role as a young guy, um, we we love what he does, and I'm sure hot, fingers crossed he's he's nowhere near as sort of bad as pa- as Paddy's looked, and it's you know it's precautionary, and he he does his twelve days or whatever it is, and he comes back and he's all good, and um yeah, hope fingers crossed it's the same for Paddy as well. So yep. just uh, sending a bit of love from the True Bloods faithful. But look, man, as I said, all in all, there there are good signs the way in patches we play football. Isaac sort of worked his way into the game a little bit. That's a big positive to come out of that last quarter. Yes, we didn't get the chocolates, but Isaac Heaney put himself on that game. He was presenting. He was marking. Took a couple grabs. 
that that field kick to Oflo, um, Deble, second was, last kick. He was still quiet the rest of the game. He was, he was. He found a way to get himself involved in the game. So hopefully that's the sort of trajectory it's going. He's working his way um, into this season. But yeah, liked it. One goal, two. You know, once again, mate. Heen's missing that snap, man. That's two this no, that year. That was that was complete. That was anxiety. I saw anxiety so man, I, with that kick. I did too. Yeah. He could see the weight of the yep. world was on his shoulders. Yeah, that's his bread and butter, man. It's his bread he and butter. He executes that so well. Yeah. That, that's two he's missed this year. Hey, um, you know what I loved? What do you love? What loved did you seeing love? Robbie Fox run out there. Oh, just Fox. Mate, thank God Foxy was named a sub. Hey? Yeah. That was big, smart. Uh, run and gun. Couldn't. Just so calm, man. Calm, and he yeah, he makes good decisions. It would have been nice for him to use it by foot a little bit more, but that's just sort of the the positions he got himself in. He was giving quick hands and trying to open up the play, and I understand why why he wasn't kicking it as much. But I, I do like his decision making. So if he can take territory, it's so it's calm. always good. So calm, cool, calm, and collected in a crisis. High people. pressure game too to come straight back into. Big time. Jeez, Foxy's class, bro. Class. You know who else was good? Who? Andy, he's copped a bit on this pod. Eshay? Eshay. Oh, yeah. Eshay Laddams. Mate, he had 16. I think 13 of them were contested. Won when the it, hit When at 70 plus, 75%, um, proved me wrong by foot. I gave him a bit of a bake yeah, last you week. Did and give him a bake, Debo. Gave him a bit of a bake. And, you know, he obviously listened, needed a bit of fire up. So thank <laughs> thank me later, Eshe. Um, he, um, but, yeah, he was really good. Won the hit out so against Lysette. What's he had? The 113 super coach. It's pretty good for a Ruckman. Large. Large. We've got a Ruckman there. There's a Ruckman there. It's um, Especially when, when we hopefully get, like, a taller hit out expert. I think we're, we're going to be looking for that in the next – Year or two, I think when he can, you know, mix with one of them. Um, you, know, you know what though, we forget we've got we've got Coxie there who's going to be imparting some wisdom. Yeah, on Peter Lattis. exactly right. That yeah, that's a really good point to make, mate. Um, like that's it. It'll come. You're learning from the come. best. You're mate. learning from the best. The, the goat. The goat of Ruckman. Yeah, the goat. <laughs> Legit. The goat. Yeah, it's so good. But he's come along. This is the thing, faithful. He's strung four games together in a row. It's just going to be building from here. It's he's just getting be better to, and better. So good opportunity this weekend. No nank. For, oh, for massive. Richmond. Like, let's go, Pete. Let's Dominate go. the game. Let's go, go man. Shay. Take their shoes, brother. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. Um. Logan, work rate. Hit up. Dangerous. Fuck, I love him kicking for goal, man. Yeah, it's good. Looks good. Sleek. See, even here's... What's he kicked the... What's he got there? Two? Let's kick two. Two straight. Took his opportunities. Took his opportunities. Seven, see? Seven touches, two snags. Yeah, it's not huge, but... It's all... It's, but, it's but enough. See, mate, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, Dable. This weekend, it's going to be different. Yeah. This is... Taylor made for Logan Mack. Out of form back line, no Nathan Broad. Like. Taylor made, my Let's friend. Go, man. Armadi. What do you what do you think? Down play? on form. Down two average ones in a row. Yeah. Uh think he still plays this week though. I don't see any reason why he would. Or do you think McLean could get the in? How'd he go in the VFL? Not Neither sure. of us know, because we're not Noah Hayden and we're not VFL aficionados. No, we're not. But um, I, I, I would stick with it this week. I think Joel's ruck craft 
critical. Is critical. Just yep. to the, he just looks a bit more dominant in the air. He's got that leap. I'll just stick with it. It's fine. Yeah, that's not where the issue is. What were the contested numbers on the weekend? They they were a bit. They were like ten up. Yeah, even ten though. up. Even. Yeah, pretty even. But it's funny. You looked at those stats, and you, you would have thought we won by five goals. Okay, we, we me, dominated. Let me enough. read. Let me read it through. Yeah, because let me read I'm, it through. Disposals, sure. uh, we won. Kicks, we won. Handballs, we won. Inside fifties, smoke one them. by one by twenty. More efficient, more free kicks, more hit outs, more center clearances. Lose by two points. It's funny. I don't know about whether the free kicks were our way or their way because footy wise got it the other way. I did bring that up at one stage, but <laughs> we're not going to. No, I think about. we got more free kicks. Yeah, probably did. But, but it's just where they are. Sometimes they can be so damaging. Oh, bro. I, I want that stat. Someone who's a stat buddy aficionado out there. Tell me how many, how high we rank for goal, goals given away from free kicks. A lot. We'd rank It's highly. been huge, man. Yep. Last two weeks, fucking kills. And and to be fair, majority were probably there. There were, no, there, I, there I, were a couple that weren't. Hey, but, we're not going to sit here and say it was the it was the umpire's fault. We yeah. are quite. We can be. And do you know what? It's part of the course when you've got a younger back back line. You yep. know, with Tom and Patty. You get out of position. Yeah, you know, it happens. It, it does. Happens. Buddy giving away free kicks, man. Oh, that 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 was the icing on the cake, yeah. bro. I think I put the stat up um, Sunday morning when I, you know, I've woken up at six thirty and I'm still in a sweat from the night before. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it was four freeze four and nine against, it's or three freeze four and nine against. Not, and that, but that that shows me that there's a level of frustration yeah. because he can't be as dominant as he used to. Yeah. Definitely, mate. That just about wraps us up, mate. Good fir- first uh, sip R- from you, mate. Rough one, likewise, David. Rough one, but as I said, if if you can identify, I was very, I was wrapped, sort of reading reading your post. I, I, so wrapped, I didn't even edit the spelling errors. <laughs> I, I, uh, I made a real effort. There are only a couple in there. Only a couple in there. Um, I, I because it puts things in perspective, and if if you know what you can fix. It's not so much of a problem anymore, is it? No, it's not. The, the, the issues are there, Faithful, but we'll be back. Social said coming up. Let's go. Now, Mads, you know what makes a house a home? What makes a house a home, The dude? back garden. The back garden. Now, if you need anything done in your back garden, Mads, you hit up Pat Clark at Dingo Landscapes and Designs on 0408485397 and speak to Pat and he can sort you out for anything you need. Even if you need a job, he's hiring first, second, third year apprentices. Hit up Pat, he can sort you out. Dingo Landscapes, hit him up on your Instagrams and get your garden sorted. Welcome back to True Bloods. Now that we've processed that table, yes, we've come to the, my favourite time of the week. The favourite time. Oh, I reckon. It's up there. It's, it's, it's got to be bloody, up there. It's a bloody good time. It's a bloody good time, Dable. And this, I call, of course, talk about the social seg, Dable. Yes, absolutely. Now, the social segment is brought to you by Wheeler's Oyster Farm. Proudly brought to you by Wheeler's Oyster Farm up in Pambula. Pambula in, uh, New, in South New South Wales. Um, so, all you need to do. Get there, like Daz has. Yeah, Dazza. Daz got down there, went and saw Jimmy at the shed, 
Got his discount on the open and closed oysters. You know, Saw he, Jimmy. I think he had about five dozen it oysters. It looked like he had a few. Five dozen, it I reckon. It looked Daz like he himself. had a few. He yeah. treated himself to Wheeler's oysters, which we love. So there you go. Tick. Paid for. Sponsorship. It works, people. It works. Conversions. It's Conversions. What we're about. 162 Arthur Kane Drive, Pamela, New South Wales. Go and see Jimmy at the sheds. I reckon we get cracking and. Um, Probably have a listen to some visceral minutes that would have happened, you know, sort of in the in the wake of the game. Yeah, definitely. And I'm going to pull them up for us now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You're going to jump on your Instagrams or you're jumping on your Facebooks. Now I'm jumping on the Facebooks, sure. and this is uh, this is Saturday, 10:39 p.m. This is from Jason Yip, or as I like to call him, Yippy. 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 Oh, Yippy. Here he goes. April. Gentlemen, this is Jace heading back home to the many hills of Carlingford. Well, that was quite an interesting game. But I have to admit, as I've said time and time again, if we can't kick straight against Hawthorne, if we can't kick straight against Melbourne, we can't kick straight against Port, and that's what happened. And sure, the umps kind of benefited them a little bit, but we just can't afford to win games when we kick like this and handle the ball like this. For mine. For yours. Yes, for mine. We also need to really capitalise when we have the lead in games. We've, I know we've done that a couple of years ago against GWS and that kind of reminds me of that game. But we just can't be complacent when we have a lead. Anywho, up the potty. Up the Swannies, prayers for the McCartans. Cheer, cheer. Very good, Yippy. On your yips. Very good. Very good, mate. Craig Hinton. Yes, Craigus. It's Craig from Frankston here. Yes, Buddy's past it. Yes, we lost the McCartans. No, we cannot kick straight. But why, oh why, can we take our time, chip it around, keep possession, get it to half forward, and then bomb it into the bloody forward line? Makes a uh, makes a salient point. Yeah, there. very good point. Very good point by Craigus. Not good. Nah, it's just week in, week out, same shit. This is Louise. Louise. Louise Curtis. Pleasure to have you on board. Sunday morning. Sunday. Hi, boys. Louise here from Canberra. Just sitting in my car contemplating the long drive home. That was a really tough game to be at. Um, feel so sad for Ollie. Uh, he gave his all tonight, and I thought he was the best on ground. But he's got to go. He's just um, a liability to us, and um, I just don't think it's great for our team to have him on the field anymore. Make him our sub, just do something. But he cannot be in our starting 22. Longmire's got to make some hard decisions. Anyway, not looking forward to Richmond next week. It makes me feel sick. <laughs> Hope you have a good week, boys. Not too depressed. Up the body, up the bloods. Yeah. Love you guys. What is attack, Louise? Oh, Louise. Um, nah, we'll be right this week. I'm confident. It'll confident. be okay. Yeah. It's going to be okay. There's not too much wrong, Faithful. That's no. what you It's some fixable stuff. Just keep that in mind. Just be measured in your thoughts towards the boys, please. Yep. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. <laughs> Absolutely. This is Matty Farrow. Morning, lads. Fuck. 
<laughs> First voice note of the year, and then, oh, I'm fucking flat. Oh, man. I just shouldn't lose to teams <laughs> like Port Adelaide. And we had our moments, and there's, you know, there's no one to blame. But just, I can't help but think about that fucking snap that Heaney had. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was second quarter, and he was like 20 out on a 45. And I'm like, mate, come on. I could kick that with my fucking eyes closed. Just kick a drop punt. Yeah. Like, come on. Um, buddy, I mean, look. get. We called for it last week, <laughs> and maybe we were right. But he's just not up to the level. He's not. Ollie and Chad were sensational. Rampy was brilliant with without Tommy and, and Paddy down there. Um, big shout-out to the lads, but um, we just needed to win that one. It's just not good enough. Matty, great first voice note for the year. And that reminds me, Deeble, we have not sung that man's praises highly enough. Yeah. Dane Rampy yeah. was working overtime. OT. He was putting it in his OT slip. Mate, he yeah. was unreal. Yeah, he was so Inspirational. He was, mate. He's got that about him too. It's, I've been really impressed with Ramps this year. Aging character of our list and only seems to be improving. Like, yep. he really taken it upon himself to, you know, get get the job done up back. And, yeah, he was sensational. Yeah, not good. Not good uh, that that he's had to put be put in that position, but he always rises to it. He which does. Which is just phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Damien Arnold on Sunday. Yes. Well, boys, that one hurt. That one hurt a lot. Um, but really, there's a lot of chat about what, what went wrong. But clearly, the... The thing that needs to be sorted out is the delivery inside 50. We've been saying it for years, but we had 67 inside 50s for nine goals. Just a comparison, I had a look back at the Hawthorne game. In the Hawthorne game, we had 58 inside 50s, and we absolutely pumped them by 81 points. How you can have 67 inside 50s for nine goals just blows my mind. It's so a good, good point. Really, it comes down to just that. If we fix that... If we just do low kicks, low kicks, low kicks, low kicks, and not big bombs, big bombs, big fucking bombs, <laughs> we'll be all right. So I'm going to personally break into the SEG and I'm going to write it on the whiteboard in permanent marker, <laughs> low kicks, low kicks, low kicks, and we'll be sweet, boys. Don't worry. It'll come good. Up the Swannies. He's at the end of his tether, Damien. He also says, to add to this, the Cats had 65 inside 50s in the grand final last year. Yeah. Yeah, that, that shows dominance, doesn't it? It's like, man, we had a lot of looks at the cherry on uh, Saturday night. And just that is so ineffective. And it's just what we haven't been. We, we haven't been that ineffective in a, in a long time, yet we still only lose by two points. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's made some good points there. Troy like, Holmes. Big Troy's up. Faithful, I want to focus on the positives. Right? The Chad got back to his form of 2022. Paddle bump. Tackling machine in the middle of the ground, sticking to everything like a fat girl's thighs together. Robbie Fox <laughs> comes back into the team like he's never missed a game. Rampy plays his absolute skin out. We got back to some of the things that got us into the grand final last year. That was run with football, hitting the corridor at all costs. None of this down the line stuff. However, Bud's not the problem. Sticking it on his head, expecting him to take a pack mark, that's the problem. Delivery into the forward line is killing us. Accuracy at goal is killing us. One last thing. 
when you got a bloke with the best vertical leap in the game, standing on the goal line, and we're kicking for the win. How's about a little body-to-body contact? Todd Damien, Vegan Swan, signing out. <laughs> I loved it. It's funny. we That goal line thing, I don't think it makes a difference, but it would have been nice to be set up, right? I think everyone just thought Oflo had it covered for distance. So. Yeah. You can see Millsy. Millsy holds his line there. Not too much else happens. If Buddy's got a uh, an arm on a lear, like you're still getting to the line as such. But you should basically have the whole team on the line trying to shepherd that through. Yeah, like legit. There is no reason for. Although it was counting down, it wasn't after the siren as such. It's on the siren, so I can sort of everyone's still set up, but. Yeah. They should still know. If next time... They should still know how long he's left. If next time comes, yeah, it'll be different. Big Phil. Big Phil. Faithful Big Phil from Noble Park North here. Tough loss on the weekend. The old man and I were screaming because we thought Oflo had kicked the goal after the siren. Then they changed the camera angle and it went to stunned silence, as I'm sure it would have for a lot of people. I think we got a bit our coach on the weekend. It seemed like Port wanted to make it a scrappy game, and unfortunately we fell into that trap. They also got a lot of their players behind the ball, so we actually struggled to get our ball inside 50 quick. In regards uh, to Buddy, seeming to get a lot of stick this week, uh, the coaching staff need to look into a new strategy with him. Just bombing it forward to him isn't working, nor has it really ever worked, because it's not something he's ever been typically good at. Definitely something needs to be changed there. Anyway, up the Swannies and up the potty. Good on you, Phil. On you, Phil. Do you have uh, the Instagram? I do, mate. I do. I've got them sorted out for you. So if you scroll down, the first one probably comes from, it's two, three days ago. Scroll down to Dan John is the first one. Will do. Dan John followed by Toby T. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. Always look forward to his every week. He's Dan John. Bang. Boys, no, you're not well. <laughs> Absolute dog shit umpiring. Like, who are those fucking idiots? Like, are, are they NRL fans? Because they clearly don't know our fucking game. Shit play by our boys, really unlucky. Lost some McCartans early. Um, you know, Rampy and Fox played well. Um, but absolute dog shit umpiring, and we had too many passengers. Um, Mads, I, I don't know what you got to do, mate, but get, get, get Gil to um, fucking get those umpires to the bottom here, maybe himself while he's at it, because he's a fuckwit. And um, see, see what you can do there, mate, because... Fucking hell. Um, we got umpires like that, and I'll tell you what, there'll be plenty of people on the ground attacking those fucking umpires. <laughs> aggressive. Interesting. Very aggressive. Toby yeah. T. Toby T. Morning, fellas. Toby T calling in from Castle Crag. Now, for yours. For, for yours. <laughs> yeah, for yours. I know you've been very true to Buddy, but I want to tell you a story. Years ago, after another debilitating loss, we were sitting in the change room. Some of the team had sort of siphoned off and were driving home with their girlfriends and I was sitting there having a Gatorade. And the coach quietly came in and he sat beside me and he said, Tobe, you're 48 years old. It's time for you to find something else to do with your Saturday afternoons. And it was a sad moment. Fellas, I think you've been true to Bud 
But let's get real. He's not doing much anymore, is he? I want to congratulate the AFL. Clown round was hilarious. Those fucking umpires. Oh, my God. I never knew what was going to happen. Love your work, <laughs> fellas. Uh, let's speak on a happier note next week. <laughs> Every week. Every week. Every week. JFC, mate. So good. <laughs> uh, Carlin Wagger is the next one. G'day, True Bloods. Carlin Wagger here. There we go. We like Hope you're this doing pace. okay after that shocking loss to Port Adelaide last night. I'm waking up on Easter Sunday, scrolling through the Instagrams, looking at some of the comments on the posts. A lot of people calling out the umpires and bagging them out. Well, I tell you what, umpiring is one of the hardest skills that there is in AFL. It's a bloody hard thing to do. I've been an umpire in the local footy. It's not simple. But I'll tell you what is simple. Kicking to fucking straight when you're 25 <laughs> metres out in front of goal. Nailing a kick or a hand pass after you've taken the mark and you've got control of the ball. These basic skill areas are the reasons why the Sydney Swans lost last night, not because of a couple of umpiring decisions. Swans need to do better. Need to get back to basics. Up the potty, up the Swans. On your Carlos. You know his Instagram name is Carlin Wagger now? Yeah, it has Is been. it always, always been? has been, yeah. Phenomenal. Very good. Karen Petrusevix is the next one. Yes, it is. Bear with me. Here it is. Hey, boys. Um, it's Cameron here, Karen Petrusevix. Uh, it's the day after the game. I don't really know how I feel. Pretty down about it, to be honest. I'm pretty sad about McCartan as well. You know, he's just, after last year, he was just so instrumental last year and with that concussion, I hope he can bounce back. But, you know, I'm looking at the stats right now and I don't know how we have more inside 50s, but yet they were more successful with it. You know, we dominated with disposals, kicks, handballs, inside 50s. We had 67 inside 50s to their 45. How the fuck does that work, boys? Excuse my language, but oh my God. Hope everyone's having a good day. Up the faithful, up the potty. (laughs) (laughs) On your camo. Um, Yeah, look, that was a a big thing, and I sort of put it in that post on, on Sunday. Port being able to score effectively with us not having our two key backs was so evident. Yeah. Like they we would dominate patches for, you know, 10, 15 minutes and only get a goal or two on the board and then, you know, they would dominate five minutes. It was like it was clear in that last quarter. It's like Port's getting on top here. And they and they kick four goals in eight, ten minutes, you know, it, that just killed us. Three, yeah, it did. Three more of these ones, and then we're just going to go on to the so, uh, social question. Then we're. Um, Good morning, Mads. Gonna move Good morning, Deebs. Good morning, Faithful. Sunday morning. Firstly, Faithful. Happy Easter. Hope you're having a fantastic weekend. Albeit not a good night last night. Uh, that northern end of the SCG when the westerly is blowing is so hard to score out. The westerly howls through, howls through the member stand and it will affect the kicks to goal. Ollie hit it sweet. A normal day, it sails through at half goal post height. Wind hits the ball, ball drops, Elia has a free run at the ball, the rest is history. Sadly, losing McCartan and McCartan, defence attorneys really had massive impact on his setup. Rampy battled valiantly, Ladders was very good, Oflo and Chad elite. We have to kick straight and we have to stop these long bombs. Ali was on song last night. Anyway, Faithful, on to next weekend. 
Josh from Leichhardt, albeit out at Wellington with the family this weekend. Enjoy the potty. Up the potty. Up the swannies. Let's go. Let's go, Josh. I did, Josh. I like that. Quick. Yeah. Got his points across. Who are you going with next? Bergs. Bergs. Good morning, boys. Um, it's Bergs from Horsham here, and it's uh, Sunday morning, and uh, I wish it was all a dream, really. I've never seen Sydney beat Port for the last seven years, eight years, and it's happened again. They're a curse, mate. I'm telling you. It's cursed. Something on here. Why do we keep losing to Port Adelaide? I'm off it. I'm off them. (laughs) We we were so fucking close. My God. Yeah. So close. Couldn't have been closer. Anyway, I don't have much else to say. I think Deeb summed up everything very, very well. Um, on to next week, a gather round um, up the Swannies and up the bloody potty baby. Let's go. And Mackenzie Moore and then uh, Deeble will be reading out the social question. Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> One positive out of this. It's Will Gould time, baby. <laughs> Mac from Canberra here. <laughs> oh, you Mac. Maybe play Ethan's and then Muzzerman's. Muzzerman okay. hasn't been on for a while. All right, cool. Ethan's is pretty funny too. All right, let's get Ethan's and then Muzzerman. Please, um, big rommers from Wyonga right, on the Central Coast on, here. On, that was it, big no. rommers. True bloods, um, Ethan Romerall from Wyonga on the Central Coast here. Look, it's been an hour after the game's finished. I've taken a bit of time to sort of settle down a bit. Um, look, I, I really just wanted to come on here. I don't want to make this a negative um, voice note because I really wanted to come on here and talk about how good Chad Warner was tonight. He kicked a couple of like really good goals. He was our leading goal kicker. He was the only one that kicked multiple goals, apart from Logan McDonald, sorry. He kicked multiple goals, but other than that, yeah. But Chad was also really big in the midfield. He was really, really good, and I really he was best on ground by far. So um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't just wanted to come on and put in a bit of a positive voice note rather than all the, because I know that most of the other ones will be all negative about the game. So just wanted to really come on and just give a bit of a rap to one of the players. Oh, good on you, Ethan. Big Rommers. He's a good fellow Rommers. He is. Absolutely. Um, now, Muzzer Man. Go with Muzzer. Well, this is after we've got to read the social question. Oh, he's in response to the yeah. social. So it goes, hashtag ask a faithful. Suppose you come across some sort of football genie. He gives you the ability to bring back a swan of the yesteryear to play in 2023 at the peak of their powers. Who are you picking and why? Best answers to be featured on the potty. He's Muzzerman. Deeds, Mads, Faithful. Muzzerman here coming to you live from Bruny Island, Tasmania. For mine? For yours? Yes, yours. for mine, boys. Three observations from Saturday night. There was a moment, Jackson Mead took um, second quarter, Jackson Mead took a mark, Robbie Fox was on the line, screaming to Adams to come down to help out. He just sort of jogged down casually, was out of position. It ended up being adjudicated behind. It was actually a goal, and Adams was way out of position to help out. 
The second one was just watching Buddy dish off at 50. I thought I'd never see the day, but I think his time has come. And the third one was um, just when we had that game on ice, like 20 minutes, 20 points up with about 40 minutes to go. And we start coming through the corridor. Errol Goulden got too cute. Brandon Campbell did a crappy dish off. Just turnovers killed us. Anyway, bring on Saturday night. Up the swans and up the potty. Yep. There you go. Friday night, Muzzle. We're back. We're back. But in regards to the social question over on the Facebook, I like this from Kenneth Newland. Hit me. He goes, right at this point, oh, I think you'll like this. Right at this point in time with Paddy probably not playing again, I'm going to go with Mark Bays. Mark Bays. Beautiful long left foot who had a superb overhead mark and heart of a lion. Why not, why not Love a, that. Want a little bit of Andrew Dunkley action. Yeah. What about Dunks? Dunks. Dunks, for wouldn't, sure. Dunks wouldn't want to come back to the club, I don't <laughs> think. Um, we've got um, we've got Paul Harrapin. Yep. Here now, Paul is related to Kenny and Yvonne Williams. Yes. Through marriage, I believe. Yes, absolutely. Have you got his voice note there? I do. Play it. It's two minutes, but it's worth it. Okay, awesome. Here we go. Hey, boys. It's Paul from Singapore. I'm normally watching the game from the Boomerang Bar over there, but I came back in for the ceremony on Monday for my father-in-law, Kenny Williams, and his wife, Yvonne. Big shout-out to the SEG and the Swans for unveiling the red and white seats with their name. Their name's on it, right under the post where they sat for 40 years cheering the team on. We got Yvonne down to the game as well, and uh, uh, Tom Harley came down, had a chat, a few of the boys, uh, Brett Kirk, etc. Um, disappointing result, um, but losing the McCartans early was a huge impact, and I think ultimately the result didn't reflect the effort that we put in. Yeah, there were a couple of boys maybe not, right up there. I'm not sure what happened with Harry. He only had three touches, four tackles. Uh, Will Haywood was right down with about nine, eight or nine touches. Um, But for mine... For yours. Blakey. For mine, Blakey, two weeks in a row, bit of scoreboard impact. Could have had even more, uh, but but passed off. Uh, 19 touches this week, and I think he's really moving forward. And Isaac... Isaac in warm-up hit the post four times with his practice kicks and took that into the game and hit the post a couple of times well, uh, as well. But he got, the, he got one goal, and I just felt like he was much more active this week and ready to explode. I think with Lance, got to play him either up the ground. I know he's having a, a rest this week against the Tigers. He'll sit out. But uh, when he plays, I think he, he can't play full forward. He, just, he was too slow. Ali was in front of him the whole time. And he's given away too many free kicks. In fact, more free kicks than actual kicks. And so uh, they just got to play him differently um, to get the impact and, and leave Amadi and, and Logan up front for the goals. But uh, thanks, boys. Love the potty. Up the potty. Up the bloods. Speak soon. Good on you, Paul. Very good, Paul. Pleasure to have you on board. T-Horse Sutton. Big T-Horse. Also, cheeky side note, I don't think that buddy being... We'll start this again. Lads, how are we? Tom from Canberra. Still pretty flat after that match against Port, but, you know, got to try and regroup. Look forward to next weekend. Uh, Just a couple thoughts on it. Obviously, the Chad, fucking amazing. Played an absolute screamer of a game. Uh, I think everyone needs to give Oflo a 
bit of slack on the early crow. I was jumping around, thought he'd kicked it too, so uh, kind of felt good for him. Um, so he had a pretty good game outside that, I thought. Um, <clears throat> just wanted to get your opinion. I think I'm definitely starting to reach for the panic button with old Isaac Heaney. Um, he's a fucking superstar, and I don't think you're running back through the twos, but there was a couple of times in that game where, you know, he would have fended, had the kick, you know, the one from the boundary, just bellied it, missing set shots, like, just does not look like he looked last year, so just your thoughts on that, and, um, yeah, hopefully he can bounce back against Richmond, uh, see how we go, eh? Up the potty, up the swannies. I mean, I don't... Also, cheeky side note, I don't think that Buddy being out is actually the worst thing for us. I nope. think it might open up the forward line and give the other boys an opportunity to become the focal point like McDonald. Let's go. Wholeheartedly agree. I don't think that it's out of the realms of possibility that someone just gets badly out of form, right? Yeah. I think footy is in many ways more so mental than a physical game. I mean, you've got your talent. Your talent's not ever going to lose you. It's just your confidence that can um, that can take a hit sometimes. Well, I think I said it last week, Mads, that uh, form is temporary and class is forever. Mm. So I think that, that'll come true with Haynes, and it sort of started to show its way in the last quarter. I think he's starting to find a bit of it, throw himself at con- contests and get involved a little bit more as well. But might get back to the social question, mate. Well, uh, I like Gavin Charles. He said, Kells, you know, Paul Kelly, head over the ball in the middle, winning the ball at all costs and taking the first and best option in the forward line, Always. hitting the forwards on the tit. Every single time. And that combination of Cali to Lockett wasn't that good back oh, in the day. Elite. How good was it? Elite, mate. There's nothing better. So good. Um, Tommy Flanagan. Flanners. LIT would be handy yeah. at the moment. <laughs> he probably would he be, would to be, be fair. He would be. I had a bit of a personal vendetta against uh, LRT. Jeez, he used to frustrate me. I think he frustrated everyone, like, mate. Decision-making-wise, but then he'd just do some shit that was well, he wasn't, so good. He wasn't a natural footballer, yeah. but he was tough as nails. Yeah, man. And then could swing, too. Oh, like, yeah. Forward, back. Yep. Liked it. Easily. This from Graham Gawley. Easily goods. It's not even a question. Not only a Swans legend, an AFL great. Yeah, and could play anywhere, bro. Yep. Yep. It's like rock, back, forward. So good. Goods. Jeez, goods he's underrated. Good. Oh, Don't care what anyone yeah, says. Yeah, he's the best. A um, lot of love for LRT. A lot of love for Paul Kelly. Yeah, oh. Andrew Dunkley. There's an Andrew Dunkley. Yeah, fair. I've got Uncommon Sense over on the Twitters. Yeah, right. He says, there may only be one Tony Lockett, but for mine this year, we need a devastating clearance player. And the boys run out under the name every week. They should say a prayer to Paul Kelly, for sure. He would be so good in the guts, mate. He's one of the best footballers to ever grace the grace the field. And, and Jonathan Drennan as well. He said could definitely do with a locket at full forward now. Yep, could, could. <laughs> Two thousand three Ruck Goodsy specifically. Yeah, be huge. Um, yeah, that'd be massive. That'd be massive. Um, who else have we got? Josh Kennedy. For sure. For sure. <clears throat> and that's from um that's from Nathan John. And big Alex Alex Brett, the Brett boys. Ah uh, yes. 
He says, I think Prime Hannah's goes a bit underrated. Absolute machine and for mine was the norm in 2012. Helps with clearances and an absolute tackling machine. For yours. Hey, um, just got a couple more voice notes and then we'll wrap that up. Scalesy. Scalesy. Lower the eyes. Lower the eyes. Lower the eyes. Lower the eyes. All right, we get the message. I mean, I think my frustration on the weekend was just the long bombs in the forward 50, we can do it occasionally, but every time we did it, we just had to hold the ball up, look for the shorter option, because Paul got so many players back in our forward 50. Anyway, thoughts with Paddy. Hopefully he gets through this well, regardless of what happens. Oflo had a magnificent game. That's the best one he's played for us, regardless of what happened at the end. Another solid hit out from Laddams. Anyway, enjoy uh, everyone heading over to Adelaide this weekend. Uh, up that potty, our Scalzi <laughs> here as well. Up that bloods. Anyway. <laughs> on your Scalzi. Uh, Hopsy. Hopsy. Oh, wait, hold on. Sorry. Maddie from Surrey Hills. Mads, Debs, True Bloods, The Faithful. It's Maddie from Surrey Hills here. Just in response to your question regarding who would we bring back if we had an all-powerful genie on our side, which would be great because clearly we don't have the footy gods on our side at the moment. But I would be bringing back Captain Courageous Paul Kelly. Oh, yeah. Three times All-Australian, twice as captain of the All-Australian team. The AFL Players Association's most courageous player five times and an explosive contested beast that could kick a goal. 200 goals in 234 games. Just imagine him and Chadwick Jeez. combining together in the centre square, getting those clearances, breaking forward with pace and uh, snagging a goal or two or hitting up one of our leading forwards. Yep, so that's my pick. Paul Kelly. Vintage, Vintage Paul, Paul Kelly. Kelly. Chris Ormond. G'day, True Bloods. Chris from the Gold Coast here. Answering the Ask the Faithful question for mine. For yours. My answer would be if I could bring back a player from yesteryear at the peak of their powers, it would be none other, none other than Captain Courageous Paul Kelly. Just streaming through the, <laughs> through the midfield, head over the ball, splitting packs. Go, you good thing. <laughs> Captain Courageous Paul Kelly. Up the swans and up the potty. Love it, Chris O. Love it, Chris Love it, Chris O. And last one, we got Hops. Hopsy. Oh, g'day, faithful. It's Hopsy here from South Morang. Great question. Great question, guys. One player that I would bring back for one year in his prime would have to be Tony Plugger Lockett. I mean, what? He's going to kick 150 goals. <laughs> That's just That just sends you into a grand final <laughs> slash premiership. <laughs> Uh, who's going to play on him? Harry Himmelberger. <laughs> Plugger all the way. <laughs> on your hopsy, on your hopsy. Very good stuff. Good good social seg from the faithful as always. But Trying mate, to keep it down. We are. Trying to keep it are. down. Now, Mads, we've got some exciting news, we, mate. We do. We actually have some berserk news. This is berserk all. news. Now, Shane from Fluvio Gin, who is the father of recently drafted player Jaden McGore, has jumped on board and he's created a, a True Bloods gin, Mads. Can which is you bloody believe absolutely it? Absolutely berserk. A Flurio it's gin. Nuts. So they, we've got the two different types of gin there. We've got the Faithful's gin, which is a bit more hard hitting, um, nice flavours in there, high alcohol, tend for that full bodied gin flavour. Yeah, right. Which is awesome. And then we, we've got the. Uh, 
then we've got the True Bloods gin, which is a, a bit more, bit more balanced. Uh, you know, you got your local fruits, your lovely balanced classic style dry yeah, gin. Yeah, we love that, Dable. Mads, and I think these, these, I've had a bit of a taste myself, Mads, and and these are going to go so good in some cocktails or a bit of gin and tonic. I if would have thought if that's uh, going to tickle your fancy. But head over to our Instagram. We're going to have the links there to Flurio Gin's website with the with the two gins on there. And if you're a gin drinker, it's an absolute no brainer. Absolute no brainer. Treat yourself to the True Bloods gin or the Faithfuls gin. Um, try it out. Um, support Shane. Um, um, and, and supports the show as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, um, if you if you want to go straight to the website, it's fluriogin.com.au. Um, as as Dave said, South Australia based. And hey, he's part of the faithful, right? <laughs> his, his son's been drafted by the bloody Swannies. By the Swannies. Well, let's go. Let's go. Well, let's buy some bloody gin. So you jump onto the shop there. You go under customized gin, and then there's the the True Bloods gin and the Faithfuls gin there. So any inquiries, hit up um, Shane as well. Um, if he can help you out in, in any capacity or point you in the right direction, um, hit up Shane. Phone number's on the website and uh, get involved with some gin. And now, Debel, we have a very, very big game against Richmond, which we will preview next. Right now. We're coming at you. You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, Debs? I love the Swannies. Oh, so do I. You know what I hate, Mads? What do you hate? It's how no one talks about it. Oh, doesn't it just kill you? Now, Faithful, I need you to jump on your socials. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So jump on there and give us a follow. If you listen on Spotify, follow and rate five stars. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, rate five stars and leave us a glowing review. The Faithful support is what makes this potty what it is. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swannies. Welcome back to True Bloods Cracker Social Seg as always, Mads. We love a little bit of social We love engagement. a little bit of social engagement, but we're back with the preview for Gather Round. Sydney versus Richmond, 8-10 uh, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Friday night. So that will be 7.40 over in Adelaide, Mads, because they're half an hour behind. Well, we. Uh, and we have made plans. Well, I have made plans uh, for the faithful to catch up pre-game about so five five thirty Adelaide time at the Guardsman um, in Adelaide. It is one hundred and twenty five North Terrace in Adelaide, and it's on the outskirts of the casino. I'm pretty sure near the train station there. Um, the Guardsman. We're going to be. I'll, I'll be there from five five thirty. Um, get a feed in early and have a few beers and be good to get uh, the faithful there. And we'll uh, make our way over the bridge and there, there'll be a little bit of nonsense and everything going on. I'm sure, mate. But uh, looking love, forward to getting the faithful together over there. We love a bit of nonsense, don't we? On the way to a ground, we do. We do cause a bit of a ruckus. Yeah, disappointing. I can't come. So I'm sorry for all the people that were just dying to see to, me. To over see there. you and yeah, absolutely. Um, There's a few, mate. You've got your fans out there. I've got a few um, moving parts on at the moment that I just had to take care of in Melbourne. Um, this is tailor made for us to get back on the winners list table. It is there. Uh, I sort of I do like how it's uh, worked its way out with uh, Buddy not being in the side. No Lynch. No Lynch. No, no name Nankervis. Curvis. Big outs. Revolt coming in off a week off. And, you know, they were – I watched I watched a lot of their game last week against the Doggies because I'm so invested because of the tipping these days. I'm invested in other games, which is very odd for myself. But uh, 
Richmond played one of the most outstanding quarters of footy I think you, I've ever did, seen. Did you not tip before this? No. I, I haven't tipped for 10 years. What? 10 plus years. That's bizarre. Legit. Legit. Haven't tipped for 10 years. So it's um oh. it's good to be back invested. It's oh. good. Yeah, it's just sadly we're no good at it. Yeah, well, um, I, I'm going to write this week. Seven. Seven for myself. Wow, wait. I'm back. I think we're on even points. I think you tipped five. Yeah, I did. Not good. Not good. Uh, but, yeah, look, Richmond played one of the most outstanding quarters of footy that I have seen in a long time in yep. that second quarter. They kicked eight eight snags. Like That just shows that they got damaging potential going forward. Like It was the Dusty Martin of old in that second quarter. He was impacting the scoreboard. And, you know, who's kicked their goals? You know, Shea Bolton, Gunn, they were waxing. Gun. They were waxing. Um, he kicked three. And, you know, Lynch kicked a couple. He's out this week, broken foot. That's uh, so terrible to hear. <laughs> um, um, big game for Adams. Yeah, it's a big game for Adams. Don't even know who their secondary ruckman is. <laughs> Do they still have? Um, no. What's his name? Um, Ivan. Ivan no, Soldo. He's gone. He's gone. So I don't I honestly don't know who their ruckman is. Who cares? Who cares? Big day for the SA. It is, it is. Uh, Daniel Rioli off half-pack. Jeez, I'd love to have... Um, He's elite, man. I would love to have the padlock back this week. But I think he's going to need the the week in the twos. But we don't mind a surprise at selection. You know, it's not as if it's like a big injury that he's had. It's had been soft tissue. I'm sure that he's done the work. And They'll probably want to just... He'll still come through the twos, I feel, yeah. but there's a role there. Like, that's fucking perfect for him. Daniel Rioli... When he gets off the chain, when if he plays well, they usually win. You know who's the other one who's fucking underrated as? Who? Liam Baker. I don't think he's underrated Liam. at all. I think Gun, he's an absolute mate. weapon. He's, he's one they need to chuck in the guts. He's wasted off halfback. They those two wax really well off um off halfback. They're the worries. Um, Tim Taranto hasn't Tim probably Tarant- b- been the recruit that they thought well, he was going to be. He can't kick, and that's a big problem when you're a yep. gun recruit. But no, he look, he's he's a star. Let's yep. be honest. He he was phenomenal, and any team would have loved to have him. Dusty, yeah, we saw shades of his of his best last week. Yeah, um, and we know he can he can do that in impact games. You know who I really rate? Nick Vloston. Yeah, good good consistent player. Good so, consistent player. Yeah. So, but it's, you, it's gonna. It's not gonna be an easy game by any stretch. No, nah, there, there's some high level yeah. talent in there, and I, I'm telling you, Shire Bolton gets a run with role. Like yep. you're a backman, you're playing on a forward, like stick close. Whoever gets the job, who does get the Robbie. job there? Robbie Fox, perfect tailor made, mm. tailor made, isn't he? Got the agility and the speed to go with him. Yep, and the accountability and the tank and the tank because he. That's one thing Shade doesn't really have. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You can. It's funny that like Robbie Fox got the the run with in the uh, grand final. Like he got Jeremy Cameron, and and did a number on him. It's like does, does Fox get the big mobile forward? Like who's the big mobile forward? Jack Raybol. Yeah, he's not really mobile, is he? Yeah, but with it, with no Rampy, Jack Raybol. Rampy. We may as well talk about selection now. Jeez. Is it is so it, nobody? Nobody. Will Gould in. No we'll go through the outs. Nobody. Yep, nobody. McCartan. No no McCartans. And yep, no McCartans. And that's probably it for the outs, I reckon. Harry Cunningham? I think he keeps his spot. You are probably right, but I wouldn't mind Well who who in for him? Sheldrick. 
fucking in and under. Like, really. It's interesting. I would love to see Sheldrick. Yeah, and a little bit going shorter there too. And he they, can win. You know, or maybe he just comes in for Buddy. Like, maybe a McLean won't come in for Buddy. I'm, I get concerned about how tall we get up forward, and especially against Richmond. Yep. You don't want to be too tall. What's the weather like? Uh, let, let's get a bit of a forecast. Um, but, yeah, look, I re- would really like, like to see that go I, shorter. I think that's great. I think a Sheldrick for a buddy like we're, is we're, we're, we're struggling for a little bit of muscle in the middle. You know, that in and under crash bash, just earn yep. some hard pill. Mm-hmm. I reckon you give him a license and, you know, I'm going to play you for the next month. Uh, while Buddy has a bit of a rest, who knows how long Buddy's going to be out for. Uh, but I, th- I would love to see that. Just go that one bit smaller. That'd be awesome. Now, Friday is 24 and overcast. So yeah. No rain forecasted till Saturday. So dry. Yep. Don't mind it. For sure. Uh, but uh, I, I honestly think, mate, if you don't play Will Gould, yeah. he may as well stay in Adelaide. Yeah, legit. I said, well, I said that on, on the weekend, didn't I? It's... Literally, it, may as well stay there, Dable. May as well, what, what he's never, doing? never getting played. Fox, Fox is. We said it last week. If Fox comes straight back in ahead, Will Gould, like that's alarm bells as it is, yeah. right? And then we've got our two key defenders, bro. Like yeah. fucking Tommy and if Paddy. Not, if not now, when? When and, and, and never. And the other person who gets thrown into the conversation is Francis, but. I know he's been playing forward in, in the twos. He definitely played one game up there, kicked three goals. Uh, that was like round one, round two. Not really sure what he's done in the last couple of weeks, but a, predominantly forward, I'm, I'm under the impression. So, that, that and Will Gould has come off a VFL, you know, player, team of the team, year. player of the year, yeah. team of the year as well. Like, man, he's got to play. Simply has to play. Simply must play. I, I, I would not go back to fucking the club if I didn't get played on the weekend. It'd be like, what more? What more do I have to do? What, what's this? His second year on the list. Well, or cool. third, fourth, fifth man. He's twenty. No, not it's his fifth. fifth year. No way. I'm pretty sure he was the same as Dill. Same year as Dill. Year before. Get I, staffed. I reckon. Get staffed. Let me have a look. I I think he's twenty two, bro. I'm looking it up right now. Will Gould Wiki. Wiki Will Gould. Will Gould AFL. 2019 draft. That's outrageous. So it's his four, fourth year? He's 22. That's nuts. Yeah, bro. It's not like... It's unreal. You just don't see it. It's... um He, he has to play. It's it's fucking crazy. And he plays, Tom Mitchell didn't get a go for a long time. Yeah, but he had he played the game or two. Mm-hmm. So twenty two man, twenty two in January is an old one, but yeah, has to play. Simply must play. If he doesn't play, stay in Adelaide, and I wouldn't blame him. I would. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like you've done the time. You know. Then I heard someone say that uh, he he must have done a pre pre-game talk at one of those pre-game functions or mm-hmm. something like that. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's not fit enough or something. Like, he's openly sort of said that. And I don't know if that's fucking true or not, but 
It's like if you're not fit with being on a list for four years, you're never going to be fit. Either. Well, yeah, it's like are you meant to be an AFL footballer if you haven't been able to get it together for four years? Yeah. But it has questions, to play, mate. Questions have to be asked. Full, full back, like, got to play. It's it's the position Simply we nice need. Play. Like, if he's not selected, I will be bemused. Would you uh, Would you write a letter? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, the horse would be on the, on the hotline very quick. He would call him up, live potty. Live potty Thursday night. I'd love that. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be good to get horse on. Horse, if you're out there, want to jump on? I'm sure he would if we got through the right channels. Why don't we try and do that? Well, yeah, that would be awesome. That'd be big. A big get. Uh, but, yeah, Will Gould plays. Simply must. Foxy in as well. Mm-hmm. There's your two de- defenders we're replacing. Sub? Um, Harry Cunningham as a sub. Bit of speed. Sh- Sheldrick. Bit of speed. Sheldrick like in. Harry Cunningham as a sub. Yep. I like it. Yeah. You need fresh legs as a sub. I'm telling you, you should have me at selection. I make good decisions. Mm. Back my, I would, back, we'll I would have loved to get into that at one stage, like footy recruitment and like getting to know a team and then selections and you know players who might be able to play a different position. I like that stuff. It's good. But Swannies, four snags. Friday night, Adelaide Oval. Geez, it's a good spot to watch footy, Mads. Who's coming to the party? Party invitation. You know who's coming? Logan McDonald. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Logan McDonald. Lead out, chest mark, kick goals, extend the arms. That's it, mate. I kept saying it's tailor made for him. Yeah, it's a dry Friday night. The ball movement's going to be on point. We've got the foot skills. We know that, Faithful. We've got the bloody foot skills. Bit of a bigger ground as well. Bit get, more room. Get it to Errol. Errol inside 50, leading up. Mm. Logan McDonald leading up at Errol Goulden. Like, Hell yeah. Please calm me down. Yep. Like, calm me down. Calm, That's, please give Deeble a cold shower. shower. Cold shower. It's exciting stuff. But, yeah, Logan to the party for mine, Mads. For yours, Deeble. I, I agree. I would love, I would love, 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 love them to be in a situation where we just wrap it up in a workmanlike fashion with a three or four goal win. It'd be, yeah. It'd be nice to just pump them early too. Be late. It'd be really good be Friday night footy. And just get to keep that winning record. Three and two be really nice. Really nice, but we might just jump onto the footy tipping, Mads, because oh, oh, oh. as we mentioned before, we I am quite invested in the old footy tips this week and this year, I should say, and I've tipped the seven and I'm back in form and I'm just loving What are you sitting at now? Same as you, 114th hundred and, hundred and or well, something. We can't have that, can we? Hundred, 110th. I jumped, jumped the 24 positions last week. Got to actually start trying now, Deeble. That's it. So, what are we? Eighteen tips. I am. Okay, and and have you? If you've got it up there, who's who's leading? Uh, in first position, we've got the Swan twenty twenty one. And what's he on? He's on twenty six tips. That's unbelievable. It's very good. He's hit tip seven last week. That's unbelievable. And then we've got Methodical Flame, twenty four tips. Chad's choices. <laughs> I'd love to see Chad's choices making his way up there. 24, Blake Mather with 24, and Macamore, 24. Mackenzie Moore. Mackenzie Moore with 23 as well. And there's a few others on 23, but that rounds out the top five as we sit. Dable, do you want to just give the faithful another 
sort of idea of what you're doing pre-game? Well, we, look, I will. We'll touch on it at the end, but we might go through the rest of the tips, right? <laughs> we might just yeah, just jump in the gun there a little bit, son, but we're keen. We're keen. Thursday night, we've got the Crows v. Carlton at the, the Adelaide Oval. Jeez, that's a big game. To start off, gather round. I reckon the Crows. Crows are in form, bro. Yeah. Really improved. Big time. Improved. Big time. But Carlton, for mine. For yours. Uh, Frio and the Suns out at um, NOR, which is... Uh, Norwood. 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 That is garbage. Yeah. That is utter garbage. Frio should win. Frio, Suns, mate. I backed the Suns over what Frio Witsy edition. Which he was out on the weekend. Was he? Yeah. Didn't, didn't see that. Don't know why. Hard to miss. Hard to miss the big fella, but Frio are just stinking it up. Really yep. stinking it up. Yeah, they've got to come good at some point, people. Yeah, I think I, I'm going to tip the Suns there. And we've got our game Saturday afternoon, AHL. Not too sure where that is. Brisbane Lions and North. Brisbane Lions. Brisbane. Impressive last week. Getting Very over, impressive. over the pies. Very impressive. Lions easy. Pumped them, in fact. Essendon v Melbourne, Adelaide Oval. Melbourne by a long way. Yep, Melbourne. And they they got they got the back to back games on the Saturday, so they'll have to clear out a crowd. It'll be like then, the it'll be like the tennis. A little bit, it will. But there'll be like people have probably bought a two game ticket and they'll yeah, sit, for sure. sit through the whole thing. Into Port Adelaide. I oh, see, but maybe not because there's port members, man. There's like so many port members. It's gonna be. I, I, there's the potential for it to be a shit show. Shit people. show. How you do that? Like yep. first time. Port Adelaide v Bulldogs Saturday night. Port. Bulldogs suck. Yeah, port. Port. No, don't. They don't suck. Sorry, that's strong. But port. Yeah, port. Sunday, Arvo, Adelaide Oval, Geelong West Coast. Geelong. Geelong. Uh, out at Norwood again, GWS, Hawthorne. <laughs> Hawthorne. I, they showed a bit. They showed a bit against Geelong yeah, in, the good, first, good first in, in the first half. Yeah. And GWS are not much job, mate. Not much job. I think I'll still stick with GWS. And Collingwood and St Kilda. Nearly game of the round, that. Yes. St Kilda. How's, how is St Kilda? Seriously. Yeah, I love it. So good. I good think for it's footy. great to see. Great for footy. Ross the boss. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I like I, Ross. Yeah. I love him in the media. Yeah. Don't you like his media Smug. presence? Smug. Nah. Smug. See, did you- Smug for a guy who hasn't won a flag, Dable. Yeah. Rates himself. Steve- you never won a flag, Ross. Never won a flag. Don't sit there and treat other people like with contempt. <laughs> You're a failure. Yeah. You're, you're you're what a three time failure. Nah, see, this is this is classic, classic. You've seen the clips, and that's what no, you hold no, on no, to. No, you, no, see, no, 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 no. You never watch Classified. Yes, I do. You, yes, no, I do. You said you would not watch that garbage. Yeah, I, I did, but I used to watch it when Ross was on. Yeah, he's on for the last two years. He's fucking good on that. He's he's got a good football head, but yeah. the way he carries himself, incredibly smug so for someone who has not done a. <laughs> Thing, Deeble. Not a thing. I don't mind him. I don't mind Can't him. win a flag. Neither can horse. <laughs> he's got one. At least he's got yeah, one. Yeah, he's got one. But yeah, pre-game, Friday from about 5, 5.30. Plenty of time for some beers and a feed at the Guardsman in Adelaide. Adelaide Casino, 125 North Terrace in Adelaide. Um, then we'll probably head over about 6.37, you know, make our way. Maybe, maybe about 7 o'clock. 
doesn't take too long um, to get across and then plenty of time to find your seats and enjoy the action but be good to see as many of the faithful uh, down there it's always good catching up for a beer you know meet some of you know the True Bloods community it's always good fun looking at the DMs I reckon there'll be a few people over there there is there's a few Adelaide locals you've got the Petrasevics boys you've got them all over there so Brycey Crab Brycey Crab he'll be coming in um, for sure few beers be good time get down there if you can it will be awesome be a good time but <laughs> that just about wraps us up Mads very good Dable. It's um hopefully we bounce back let's not make it three losses on the road let's Can't turn it around three and two let's go faithful big gather round for the boys but this has been True Bloods the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast Number one in the hearts, Mads. Number one on the charts. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the potty.